Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to my very first episode. If you stumbled across this podcast, there's a good chance that you came directly, you know, to the first episode. That's where it leads you. So this is me in a later time saying if you came here in such a way and find this particular episode a bit too strange or offbeat, it certainly is, please take a chance and listen to another episode from a later date. This is my first time doing a podcast, and it's all a work in progress, and I feel I've changed my style a bit to something that is a bit more suitable and normal in the later episodes. And I'm sure my current state will, you know, also change with time. Anyway, and if this is not your first episode, then you might already be used to my particular brand of quirk and weird And so thank you for making it this far on this strange, magical, chaotic journey. Thank you, as always, for listening. On the very idea, a philosophy podcast. Hello, everyone. Today... Uh, We're going to talk a bit about pragmatism, uh, Bernie Sanders, and uh, American politics in general. Um, During the primary season, it was uh, very exciting for me to watch the initial primaries, where it seemed like Bernie Sanders was going to pull off the, well, what I thought was previously impossible. I thought he was going to take the Democratic nomination, Uh, but now that's not going to happen. So, we're going to look a bit at that, and we're going to look at uh, pragmatism. I used to be very, very interested in pragmatism. I still am, but uh, I used to think of myself as a pragmatist. That sounds very weird to say aloud. In this podcast... It'll explore a little bit about me coming to terms with that. So, thank you for listening, and uh, please enjoy. Thank you. Sanders and the American Pragmatist Tradition. Bernie Sanders is an American politician who has accomplished the unthinkable. The Vermont senator is a lifelong socialist that has been embraced by a significant chunk of the American American electorate. At the time of recording this podcast, Sanders is on his way to losing the Democratic primary after Joe Biden's surprising Super Tuesday showing. And that is disappointing. The timeline is March 2020. It took me a while to get this out there. Even though Sanders will most likely lose the primary, 
he still has done something very significant in turning a portion of the electorate onto a variation of socialism. It's quite surprising. Remember, America is that country of McCarthy and the Red Scare. McCarthyism. The fear of socialism doesn't just come from conservatives, but also, and especially recently, from centrists and liberals. Most working class Americans still act like their biggest fear is becoming a cog in the long gone Soviet machine, while they'll struggle to feed their kids and pay their rent because they are stuck in contract work. This is somewhat the legacy of the Cold War. Now, that is politics. Let's switch gears and talk about philosophy in America. America is still, by historical standards, a young country. Very young. And has struggled to define itself in the realm of higher arts and culture. But not in commerce. Philosophy being no exception. intellectual historians might say that America has no true homegrown philosophy. Some do. But others would say, others would argue that it does. That philosophy is American pragmatism. Pragmatism's central tenets originated in discussions at the so-called metaphysical club, which included as members William James and uh, Charles Sanders Peirce, early prominent pragmatists, and which gathered at Harvard in the 1870s. Though perhaps not as rich and dense as Kant and Hegel in Germany, or as cold, empirical, and scientific as British empiricism, pragmatism does capture a certain spirit or national mood of America. See, pragmatism emphasizes doing over stating. The knowing how over the knowing that. The getting things done. Rather than fetishize an elusive truth as done in other schools of thought like Germany or Britain. Very heavy stuff. Pragmatism prefers use over truth. In the words of pragmatist and founding member William James, the true is the name of whatever proves itself to be good in the way of belief and good too for definite assignable reasons. Assignable reasons. Truth is elusive and hard to define, and, according to the pragmatists, we shouldn't try to anyway. It's just a philosophical it's a parlor game. game. Rather, 
We should be content to judge truth in terms of a given belief's use. True is just shorthand for useful to believe. And labeling something as useful to believe should, according to the pragmatists, be something that is philosophically satisfying in and of itself without need to go into the greater metaphysical mysteries. Pragmatists believe that their theory helped clear up many age-old philosophical debates that philosophers were stuck in by simply adopting a change of focus. As stated by Catherine Legge and Charles Hookwe, once we use what James introduced as the pragmatic method to clarify our understanding of truth, I think I messed up of free will, there. or of religious belief, the disputes hopefully you get which the we idea. despaired of settling intellectually begin to dissolve. William James thus presented pragmatism as a method for settling metaphysical disputes that might otherwise be interminable. In a way, it's philosophy for bridge builders, for engineers. Often in illustrated textbooks next to a photo of William James, for example, you'll often find stock photography of a bridge or gears in operation to belie the practical orientation of American philosophy. Practically oriented. In this sense, America is the engineering-oriented Rome with its aqueducts. Good to the theoretical artists and thinkers of ancient Greece that may see its soulmate in French and German continental philosophy. This practical orientation combined with an optimism that goes along with a can-do oriented approach to verification has allowed America to achieve greatness and become, at least for the limited future, the most powerful country in the world. Its practical sense has allowed it to avoid extremism when seen in a historical context of a European history filled with Nazism. The Bloodlands, the Soviets, Napoleon, Robespierre, and others. But there are limits to prioritizing practicality over a pursuit of truth, of pursuing the sensible over the ideological. Thank you for listening to this episode. On the uh, next episode, we're going to talk more about Sanders' 
Sanders's use of morality, his use of moral language when he talks about politics, which is something very rare indeed uh, recently in the American political form. And uh, we're going to talk a bit about pragmatism and technocracy. Technocracy. Uh, never mind. You can uh, Google it uh, to get the pronunciation. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you. And hopefully see you next time. Thank you. On the very idea, a philosophy podcast. 